Have you heard about quiet quitting? You know, when you do your job just enough to fulfill your employment contracts, but don't give any more than that. It's something that started to be talked about during the pandemic, as everyone thought more about their work-life balance, the hustle culture, and just how much they miss out on when they work late and into the weekend. But is it something you should consider if you hate or are bored with your job? Well, I'm sharing my view on this trend and when I think is the only time it works well. And if you're thinking about it, how to make it work best for you. If you're stuck and frustrated in your job and are tempted to give this quiet quitting a try, then stick with me as you're going to want to hear this. Are you ready? Then let's dive in. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development, and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. Hello and welcome to Powering Your Passion. If you are listening to this on your morning or evening commute or while you're out on your lunch break or even at your desk, I just wanted to give you a special shout out. When I was still in my corporate job, I remember listening to hundreds of hours of podcasts, learning all I could while dreaming about my escape while I was on my train commute to London. There were times that I never thought it would happen, but one day it did. And I promise you, it was so worth the wait. So I just want to say to you, have faith. It can and will happen. You just need to decide what you want to do next and start taking action step by step to get closer to that moment when you can hand in your notice. It's as simple as that. Now, if you've been enjoying this podcast and find it useful, please can you do me a favour? Can you give the podcast a rating and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Amazon, wherever you're listening to this from? It allows me to reach more people who need my help to navigate their way out, their soul-crushing jobs, and to become their own bosses. I and all the people that see the rating and decide to listen will really appreciate your help in getting the word out there. So this time I want to talk about something that's become a trend in the last uh, year or so, and that is quiet quitting. Now, I've been hearing more and more about it. I just want to have my say on it because it's really been bugging me. But before I do that, let's take a step back and talk about what quiet quitting is and where it's come from. So it all really started with a video by Brian Creeley, a US corporate recruiter turned career coach, who posted a video to TikTok and YouTube in March 2022. And the video said, I recently learned about this term called quiet quitting, where you're not outright quitting your job, but you're quitting the idea of going above and beyond. You're still performing your duties, but you're no longer subscribing to the hustle culture mentality that work has to be your life. Now, the video got over 400,000 likes, and that kicked off the rise of the quiet quitting trend. It became such a buzzword, it was named as one of Collins Dictionary's words of the year. So the supporters of quiet quitting say it gives them control back over their time, and they have more energy for their personal life. But is that really control? And is holding back your progress and holding back your potential and your skills worth the extra time and energy you could have if you were instead working in a place that suited you or even better, being your own boss? 
The big problem with quiet quitting is that it's a fine balance to remain engaged in your primary tasks and not get involved in anything else. You have to cut yourself off emotionally and mentally to avoid these people around you that need your help or projects that you know you'll be great on. It's hard leaving at the end of the day when your job is done, but the team have more to do and you're leaving them to do it. Your colleagues might have to pick up extra tasks that you can't do and may get resentful and then you can feel isolated. Also, the big danger is that you don't get the balance right and management may think you're slacking off. Then there's a risk you could either be performance managed out or be quietly dismissed, where your employer makes it difficult for you to stay and you end up resigning. And even if it all balances out well, is it really worth it? What's my view on quiet quitting? To be honest, I find it really sad that anyone would want to do it. I mean, that they would feel so unhappy that they cut themselves off from all the good things about working as an employee. Things that I sometimes miss, which are the connections and the relationships that are built while working on projects and being part of something you all believe in and that you're all engaged in and working together to achieve. I believe that whatever you want to do in your life, either as an employee, a freelancer or as a business owner, you should be happy and engaged in it. Maybe not every day, but overall it should be something you want to do, right? You should be motivated and happy and enjoy what you do so that you want to go that extra mile, not because it's expected. So the rise of quiet quitting in the lexicon of the world of work and what it shows about how many people are unengaged in their jobs right now is really concerning. The global Gallup survey on employee engagement showed that 21% of workers are engaged with their work and 19% are totally disengaged. So 60% either are neutral. They're neither engaged nor disengaged. That's a lot of people. Yes, there are a small amount of people who are quite content to do the job to the letter and no more. There always have been those kinds of people that aren't interested in doing anything extracurricular and are happy having a job and getting paid with no ambition for more. But the majority of that 60% do want more. They do want to progress and be fulfilled in their work, but for some reason are stuck, frustrated, unappreciated, unfulfilled, burnt out or sick of a toxic work environment. They are the people who are now turning to quiet quitting to get a better work-life balance and do things they love outside of work instead, or to escape stress and pressure. It's kind of a rebellion against the idea you have to work crazy hours, devote your free time on weekends and be constantly exhausted to be appreciated in your job, that your job has to be your life. Now, I don't think that work-life balance is an issue if you love what you do. Work doesn't have to be your life, but let's face it, there won't ever be a full balance as we spend the majority of our time working. But if the work we do inspires, motivates and engages us, that balance doesn't seem as important because you're just as happy working as you are in your personal life. So I really don't believe quiet quitting is the answer to being unhappy in your work. Whatever the reason, it's a sign you need to change. Either stay and be part of the solution and try and change the status quo where you are Or move on to a place where you can find the right balance, where doing the minimum would not even be an option because you want to do more, you just can't help yourself. So in my view, if you find yourself thinking about quiet quitting, you need to be planning for actually quitting. Whether it's that to change to a different career or to go freelance or become your own boss is not the issue. You just can't stay where you are. Your soul will die if you do. If you are someone who needs fulfilling work and wants to advance and progress, you owe it to yourself to move on. Quiet quitting just isn't the answer. 
Now, having said all that, there is one time when a form of quiet quitting can work. And that is when you already have a plan B that you're working to. So by that, I mean, you know that you'll be leaving, but it suits you to stay where you are to pay the bills while you work on your escape plan. This this is something I talk a lot about with my clients. I call it the cruise control way of working. So if you have a cruise control in your car, you'll know that it's when you select a speed and it will keep going at that speed until you intervene to speed up or slow down. So imagine that the speed you are now on at work or when you were last happy in your job is the really high speed. You're going fast. You're committed to everything that you do. You put your hand up for everything and you're always looking to impress so you can get a great annual review and progress up that ladder. Now, if you're happy and passionate about what you do, this level of speed is sustainable. But if you're now less engaged or disengaged, then it gets a lot harder to keep it up, which can lead to stress and burnout. But if you decided you want to leave to set up your own business, to go freelance or have a career change to something totally different, you don't need to keep up that level because you're not looking to impress. You just need to get from A to B at a steady pace so you can take your foot off the gas and lock in a speed you can handle that gets the job done, but that leaves you time and energy in the tank. In other words, you assess the amount of work you can handle that keeps you still working well while you plan your new business or freelance setup and you do no more than that. You don't drop below it or speed up. You keep at that cruise speed. It is like quiet quitting because you do pull back from getting involved with projects you don't need to be involved in and you stop pushing to be seen and impressed. To do this, you have to emotionally distance yourself from the company. You need to stop caring as much about its success and your part in that success. Otherwise, you'll be constantly feeling guilty when you're not doing what you really know you're capable of. You need to break the psychological contract you make with your employer. Now, your psychological contract is basically the unwritten expectations that both sides have. So you expect that your employer will treat you in a fair and honest way, and they expect you will work to your best ability, doing all you can to get the job done and work for the benefit of the company. But now you plan to move on, you have to distance yourself from that psychological contract. In your mind, you are no longer an employee at that company. You are a business owner, an entrepreneur, a freelancer, or whatever new title you're giving yourself when you escape for your nine-to-five career. That is now your primary role, even though you're still in your job. You have a new psychological contract with yourself, even though in the day-to-day, nothing much would have appeared to have changed. This is an important shift for you to make. If you don't, you will always put your job first. If you give it space, it will continue to dominate your energy and your time, and you will never get out of it. The difference of cruise control from quite quitting is that this is a short-term gig only. Whether it's 6, 9, 12 or 24 months, there is an end in sight. Plus, you're not disengaging yourself completely. You do stay motivated and focus on the work you're doing and with your team. And you're not doing just the bare minimum. You find a level of work that is manageable and where you can still perform well. I'm not saying it's easy. You do have to get the balance right. I remember when I was doing this, I backed out too much from my job. I took my foot off the gas too much and dropped the ball on something. And so then I had to focus my attention back on my job for a while, getting back into that speed mode. But eventually I managed to get it right. And it was amazing. I was so much happier because I had the time to work on my new business, but also all my frustrations and feelings of unappreciation in my job disappeared because I no longer cared about my career in that company. I didn't see myself as part of its future. 
It was just something I did for money. And all those things that had driven me mad before just didn't matter anymore. I was leaving. They just didn't know it yet. It is crazy how light I felt. I had freedom in my mind, even though I didn't have full freedom yet in my day to day. The bottom line is, quiet quitting should not be the answer to the hustle culture or an unhappiness in your job. Work for most people is non-negotiable, right? We all want to earn a good income, but you have the freedom to choose what you do, when and where you do it, and who you work with. Never forget that. You have the choice. So if you're fed up, frustrated, unfulfilled, stressed, or burnt out in your job, do something about it. Break the cycle. Make your decision about what you want to do instead. And look, if you aren't sure about that, then check out my free course on how you can decide your next move. Through a series of videos, I talk you through step by step how to get clear on what your next best move is. I'll put a link to the sign up page in the episode description. Now, once you've made your decision, slip your job into cruise control and prioritise planning your escape route and navigating yourself out of the employee circus and into a new world where you call the shots. That's it for this time. As always, the link to the show notes is in the description for this episode on whatever platform you're listening from. I'll be back next week. And remember, you deserve to live your passion. So go for it. This is your time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast.